0: So the biggest thing I hear from so many folks is that they miss community. They miss doing something with people. They miss being able to talk with people about the really deep things, um, the things that matter. Um, Because it's a little bit weird out here if you grew up spiritual or Christian or whatever, and now you just don't have anything. So that's why I created The Crowded Table. The Crowded Table is an online spiritual community for all heretics and doubt-filled believers of any faith or no faith. So if you're like me and you're out here in this spiritual wilderness, um, come to come to our little campsite of the crowded table. It's on a sliding scale so that many people can can join at a level that feels good to them. And with joining, you also get access to some really awesome resources, including guided meditations, like an entire library that I've put together for for the community, live events, um, digital retreats, early access to content and books and things that i'm putting together it's it's a really wonderful time so if you are at all interested in finding community or connecting with others who are maybe in a similar spiritual place to you you can join the crowded table for free for like a week come try it out if it's not for you go ahead and cancel your your membership but if it is for you it could be a great place to start your you know whatever the next thing is on your spiritual journey once again, go to thecrowdedtable.mn, that's dot .co, thecrowdedtable.mn.co, and we'll uh, we'll see you soon. Plus, just as a little heads up, April 2nd, we've got a digital retreat coming up that you can also join us live in ATL, but I'll tell you about that later in the show. Uh, but for now, let's get into it. This is A Tiny Revolution, bitch! <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of A Tiny Revolution, a podcast about ordinary folks living revolutionary lives. I'm Kevin Garcia. I'm your curator and host of this here podcast. And I'm stoked. I'm so happy that we're back in a regular flow. I want to say a big thank you for you for coming back. Because like what it's, what it's, what's exciting to me is that I am starting to see the, the beginning bubblings of actual community happening. Um, things that i've just envisioned and and hoped for and seen glimpses of are starting to come to fruition specifically um around this thing i'm calling that we're calling the crowded table which started off as my patreon to just support this podcast and it's grown into a full-blown spiritual community and especially after next month once this a live event is over there's going to be a ton of growth happening. I have a friend of mine who's going to be hosting the Badass Parent Club and we're going to be doing, uh, so if you're like a parent out there in the deconstruction world and you need to want to talk to other parents about their experience, uh, there's um, there's going to be a group for that. And um, my friend Scott, we're talking about him possibly leading that. He is um, one of the directors of Affirming Youth Ministries. Um, AYM, if you didn't know, Affirming Youth Ministries is uh, an incredible organization uh, Queer-led, Black-led, trans-led um, youth organization that helps create spiritual space for um, queer teens all over the world. Um, you can find them on social media at Affirming Youth Ministries. Um, so if you're a parent out there and you have like a queer kid and you need them to like connect with somebody, Affirming Youth Ministries is the place to go for that. Okay, so boom, boom, boom. There's that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the crowded table is is the shit right now, and you can try it for free. I know I mentioned that in the beginning of the show. Um, But one of the stories I loved from this past month that occurred without even me knowing was um, there was one of our members who needed some quick mutual aid. She needed some cash because she needed to get out of a bad situation. And literally within minutes, people organized, got her the money. She got a truck and was able to relocate to somewhere safe. And I didn't even do any of that. I didn't prompt that and ask. People did it on their own. And I was like bitch. I mean, I don't even want to say that's the church because that wouldn't have happened in no... uh, There there are few churches that I have seen do that, that quickly. It's always like, "Mm, well, let's get into the benevolence fund. Let's figure out if, you know, how'd you get into this situation? How are you going to keep... No, it was like, I need help and people helped. And that, my friends, is the kind of spiritual community I love and want. So... That's why I love The Crowded Table. Um, It helps support this podcast and the things we're trying to create together, which is not just powerful content to help people enrich their lives and reconnect to their spirituality and their own divinity, but to truly help people live a better life. So, like, you know, if you want to be around like-minded people like that, it could be for you. Um, So come check us out. Sorry that I've, like, given you this giant PSA. I'm just in love with my community. That's all but let me get into today's podcast and today's amazing guest, because we're gonna get into like, what I love about this podcast is like, (laughs) we're gonna talk about Hillsong and we're gonna talk to my friend Janice Legata, who is part of the Irreverent Media Group, which is the podcast network that A Tiny Revolution is a part of. She's got two podcasts out there, one called God Is Not Given and the other one called Bad Words, where they are basically roasting evangelical uh, literature uh, for filth. It's just, it's everything to me. Um, but Janice comes from Hillsong, New York world. Like, she was there at the very, very top. Um, and, you know, like many of us, uh, she started to question things and then, like, double that because she's a black woman. And so she is a black woman shaking off white evangelicalism and talking about it on the internet in hopes to, you know, create a better, more just and sustainable world. Um, you should definitely go check out her latest video on her Instagram where she uh, addresses Hillsong addressing the, um, the tell-all documentary coming out on Discovery+. Plus. Which, by the way, we're trying to do a watch party for that. So, Janice, you you want to come co-host a little watch party with me for this? Because this, this shit's going to be delicious. Anyways, um, yeah, if uh, if that fancies you, we should do that, Janice. I think it could be fun. Anyways, um, in this in this episode, we do talk about, you know, evangelical bullshit, church trauma and drama, so make sure you're taking care of yourself the whole time. Um, later on in the show, I'm going to let you know more about this event I'm doing in Atlanta on April 2nd, so if that appeals to you, keep your ears open. I love you. Let's enjoy this podcast. Grab yourself something to drink. This is my conversation with the badass Janice Legata. Hello welcome to another episode of a tiny revolution i'm kevin i'm here with the fabulous janice legata of the god is not given podcast and and also just internet creator um the (laughs) pastor or um the what what the pastor of colonized church pastor of colonized church
1: (laughs) that's it mate yeah
0: we're really really doing it big um (laughs) Janice and I are uh, part of the same uh, podcast network collective, irreverent media group, irreverent media company. Who are we? Irreverent media.
1: Are we group, just Irre- yeah. I am. I am G
0: irreverent media group. I just want us to go by irreverent because I want us to, people to get us confused with relevant magazine. <laughs> and I really just want to, I'm really, yeah. trying. I'm really trying to go there. I'm trying to hostile takeover. That um anyways uh i'm pumped to be talking with you and i always start out by asking how do you introduce yourself to people right now
1: how do i introduce myself i am janice you can call me janny janny the cat janny cat you can call me anything except jan not Um, jan and yeah i'm a a writery type person i what's one of my things uh smirking smirking is my favorite so i write stuff and i smirk a lot that's uh that's me
0: i love that. um you uh part of your story and i guess like what you know we can dig into a little bit of that like you kind of like were around so like when i when you were telling me about your background uh and you mentioned where you were at Hillsong, correct, New York? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I I remember when that story broke about uh, and we I'm sure we'll get into this in the conversation but like I remember that that happening in my life. So like on my timeline, I now can like I I can pinpoint where you were and where I was and I just think that's a very interesting moment. Um Yeah. But uh anyway, so I would like you come from that world. Like, like, do you want to talk about it? Um, And like, so where you been, where you is, where you think you might be
1: going? Ooh. Okay. So where I've been. (laughs) Yeah. Hillsong, Hillsong NYC baby from
0: day one.
1: Um, yeah. The, the launch team connect group. I was in it. Um, now, look back on it i mean everything everything about that is just embarrassing Mm -hmm. um but like i had just moved to new york i'd come from hillsong bible college so i had been in australia for a couple of years weird then moved to new york and then um yeah within two months after that that connect group started so first of all like i had no business trying to plant a church in new york like i just got here what do i know about this city yeah, but you was anoint,
0: you was anointed. Listen, how many I don't <laughs> know how many of us like fantasized about going to the hillsong Hillsong School, Hillsong University, or whatever they call it?
1: yeah, the the <laughs> not a, not a school, not even a Bible college. like, you know, they're very clear. This is a this is Hillsong International Leadership College. We will teach you leadership, the Bible, uh, maybe.
0: Um, we will teach you leadership.
1: We will teach you leadership, which is such a mess and so ironic oh, considering yeah. everything that has happened and yeah. is, is happening. Lol. Um, yeah. So I... Yeah, was, and the Hillsong fantasies abounded for the people who were outside of it and wanted to be in it and for those of us who were in it and wanted to be more mm-hmm. in it. Um, so I have... Like this old blog post so when i was still in australia Mm -hmm. and and dreaming about hillsong new york i know i'm going to new york and i know i mean it's got to happen someday right like and how how amazing would that be so it was it was a dream come true it was an answered prayer and i don't know in the college there were issues we've Mm -hmm. (laughs) seen those stories as well Yep. but but there's always been this this weird kind of just giving giving all the benefit of the doubt mm. to all of these leaders and always assuming, yes, things are bad in the college, but Brian and Bobby must not know.
0: And mm. then that transferred
1: over to Hillsong, New York. Yeah, things are bad here, but Brian and Bobby must not know what's going on here. Interesting. And Carl must not know what's kind of going on at the lower levels here. Mm -hmm. And it's just always this idea that these people, they just don't know. And we're all, we're all trying our best. And now, (laughs) well, hang on. This is the leadership college and you guys are the leadership people. So you can't be good leaders and not know what's going on. So like either way, this is a shit show. And it was a shit show from, from the beginning Wow. but we were just overlooking things our big reason excuse for everything was that we just we just grew too fast
0: mm, you know, we, interesting we
1: have we have issues but we just grew too fast and once we catch up with this growth we'll be able to deal with all these other things but it wasn't we never we never were able to catch up mm. and so the you know the little foxes, they love that now. You know, don't let the, the little foxes spoil the vines. And by little foxes we mean you you guys out there saying little things, mm-hmm. you know, about our big issues.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think it was like you who shared that video of just like I don't wanna be I don't wanna hear he's like, if there are things people talking about us, I wanna be the last one to hear about it. I'm just like, Well, people are saying that like you covered up rape and shit. Like you don't wanna hear about that?
1: <laughs> yes, buddy <laughs> I want to be the well, last yeah, to know I...
0: that I'm being accused of sexual assault.
1: <laughs> right, but apparently you're not the last to know, because you're talking about this, so you must, you have some idea that things are going on out there.
0: Yeah, you're telling um, yourself a little Freudian slip te- there, buddy.
1: Yeah. So what, what are you talking about, my man? Like what? I don't what know. Of... I'm the last to know. What What's going on? <laughs> Should I go on the internet and look it up? It's like you're not, you're not helping yourself, guy. Not at all. Um Yeah, so I mean there's so much. Yeah. So much to say about it. So many issues, yeah. so many ways to talk about it.
0: What was the what was the moment where it just clicked where it was just like, "Oh shit. I can't I can't do this anymore."
1: Oh, I mean I think cuz
0: I think all of us have like I call it the oh shit moment where it's just like you realize like this is no I am in I'm in the I'm on the wrong side right now. <laughs>
1: And none of us, we all get to that moment right from a million little breaks before. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was already, I think I had already decided, okay, I don't, I don't think I can be here anymore. Um, But now I have to decide how to make my exit. And who knows how long that's going to take. So it was one day, I can't, I think it was after, after service, I mean, it's always between the service. So I'm not sure if I was coming or going. Mm-hmm. But I was outside, and these two kids, brother and sister, were playing. And these kids are biracial, um, and but like not like very unambiguously black.
0: Mm-hmm. Like there's
1: no, you'll know what you are. But yeah, people, you're just you just you're just gonna read as black. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just playing. And the brother knocked his sister's hat off, and so I was just joking, and I was like, "Oh, like man, like you know, like you can't, you can't, you never touch a black woman's hair." Mm-hmm. And the sister, it's little girl, she's like eight, hey. and she just like had this, this panic, and she's like, I'm black, like I'm not black, like I'm brown, like, not oh, not black," ooh. and I. Whoa something about that has hit me and it was like it's not it's not that Hillsong is is doing mm-hmm. this to her. but nothing at Hillsong is is like helping this. like mm. nothing about this place is teaching her anything different and she already has this you know that 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 self-hate kind of thing going on. Yeah and so I was just like, oh, I had already kind of said to myself like I would never want to raise a child in this environment. And then that moment just kind of hit me and I'm like, why am I why am I allowing myself to be in some place I wouldn't bring another person mm-hmm. into? Like it's not it's not safe for, you know, some hypothetical child. It's not safe for this this mm-hmm. actual child here. I know it's not safe for me. Yeah. So why am I prolonging this? No, I've gotta
0: mm-hmm. I've gotta go. Yeah. Wow. Woof. My God. Yeah. I think that's really the, what you said is like, while it, like if they weren't explicitly being racist, there was nothing there that was explicit, explicitly anti-racist or teaching right. this little girl that that her blackness is beautiful. Or, right. That just like, I mean, heartbreaking is a very like understatement of the century. <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
1: but so, like that was the thing. It was. It was. We have to fight these fights mm-hmm. already. As a, as a black as a black woman, mm-hmm. I'm already. I already know what I'm facing out in the world. And to have to come into the church and also be doing this work and mm-hmm. also be fighting these same fights, it's it's too much. It's too yeah. much to ask of anyone. And I, yeah, I don't want to do it anymore.
0: And you got the fuck out. Yeah, I did. So, like, where, like, what do you, so you were, you were on staff, right? And whatnot? No. Not on none. staff.
1: Mm-hmm. No, so, doing, <laughs> doing, doing
0: the volunteer tons thing? Of the
1: work. But, oh, yeah.
0: Oh, oh man. Yeah. You, I, I'm sure everybody thinks about this one just like, how much back pay are we owed? <laughs> like, when I think about, like, because like you were on the worship team, so therefore you mm-hmm. were you were a musician, a, mm-hmm. like you served as in a professional capacity for how many years? That yeah. like these bitches are getting like the that person right over there, who is not even leading the entire set, who did not arrange these songs. All these people over here are getting paid a yeah. lot of money, and like yeah. and like I like. Yeah. And for yeah, me but... like
1: it wasn't even I mean because you know, Hillsong and the Hillsong economy in the evangelical economy, right? Hill song is a big mm-hmm. deal. Hillsong music, hillsong worship, mm-hmm. it's whatever. So to be in Hillsong and to be on the worship team. Like Oh that's... my god,
0: the fantasy baby.
1: Right. I want right. That. And so you you're already you're already chosen, you're already special. You to get paid for this for what? Like for this honor, for this privilege? I should be paying you guys, and beat you I am cause you're I'm tithing no tithes and, <laughs> right, and My heart for this house and whatever. Um, so like it never never even entered my mind for that. But like for me, I'm you know ghostwriting sermons and I'm writing all your emails. And I'm writing all your connect group study cause for the
0: cause, ghostwriting sermons.
1: yeah, not not no. for Carl, but for one of the one of the associate pastors gag yeah
0: gag so
1: so for that oh how how much am i owed
0: jeez and also the royalties on how many streams did it get oh man alive i mean like i wasn't on that level i was just a professional a professional musician for four years in and also like stage crew you know Mm -hmm. And also sound engineer. And how many of like the pipeline from like one time singing on the worship team to sound engineer? Like I, yeah. yeah. I mean, also, you wouldn't know because this podcast sometimes sounds like trash. But you know, that's neither here nor there. I'm not, not here for perfection. True. I'm here for the heart. Okay. I'm so sorry. Um. So
1: on yeah. this other, but I I yeah, envy the people who got who got for real skills like sound mm-hmm. engineers you can you can take that and do some real stuff with it like mm-hmm. so much of the work that we did just doesn't translate like it literally, like this was oh, just yeah. a time a time suck and you not only like stole this time but you also stole future time because you took the time we could have been doing something else getting better at something else progressing in something else and we were just here doing your doing mm-hmm. your grunt work like Ugh.
0: And also, just like, the the potluck dinners do not make up for it. Pass it. <laughs> that was the thing, so we were like, I was never at a mega church. We were probably like 200. But then like, it started expanding to like, we had like three campuses uh, at one point. And I was gone off being a missionary in the world when all that was happening. My friend Tara, she and I reconnected recently, because she came out too. And I was just like, you too? Um, <laughs> and she was like yeah like on a sunday i was driving between three campuses like between three cities across the peninsula like that's 30 minutes and then 45 minutes to the next city and i was yeah. like and also wednesday night youth groups like
1: <laughs>
0: my god in heaven or not
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah what about so yeah. like what about i'm i'm curious to know like you know, in those experiences, well, let me ask you this: like, what kind of environment did you grow up in? Because like Hillsong's like a super duper white space. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you find yourself in that kind of space, and like, what what drew you into it? How did they seduce well... you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to be, I mean, so I grew up in a super super Pentecostal, mm. um, old school church to think about it now like I, I grew up under a black woman mm-hmm. pastor cool um and the church was pretty was pretty diverse but to look at it now I'm like oh we came they came out of the AOG and a lot of our spiritual grandparents were people like Kenneth Copeland and you know Cute. that <laughs> that oeuvre of people, right? So Oubra. it's a very
0: <laughs> not an Ubra. <oeuvre. laughs>
1: so our roots, our roots were very white, mm. evangelical. Um, and then, as you know, I grew up in suburban California in the suburbs. Mm. Um, like black people in general, we're we're fine in white spaces, like we have to be, right? So I grew up in very very white spaces like there were black people there obviously but like we're just we're just used to living in both worlds and so we're in a very interesting time period now where we're very aware of a lot of things but we wouldn't be having this conversation in 2010 um definitely yeah. not in two thousand five or the early 2000s right because everything was fine we're post-racial everything is good Lizard, yeah. we're all Martin Luther King we're all, we're all hanging out, we, we are, did it, we're all we listening, did
0: it. We're all listening to rap music now, Eminem, you know, there's a-
1: Right, so so it's <laughs> fine. Um, and then, you know, I can talk about white supremacy and colonization yeah. and, and all of these things and all of these things that we're dealing with and why we need to decolonize. Yeah. And I think white people can hear it like, you know, Mm-hmm. This is what you need to do, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, if I'm talking about it, it's because I know it for myself. I know mm-hmm. what I, as a Black person, the work I had to do to decolonize. You know, I know that coming mm-hmm. into, you know, Hillsong, Hillsong College, and very few Black people, mm-hmm. even fewer like Black Americans, mm-hmm. which is, you know, a different, a different very different thing.
0: experience.
1: Right and but being in those spaces and being like oh like i'm i'm exceptional mm. i'm the i'm the exception i'm not right 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 <laughs> i'm not like the regular you know black people i mm. i'm for such a time as this right this is me this is mm. this is who i am this is where i am and this is what i'm supposed to do um so i was in these white spaces and i was also very white in these white spaces, mm-hmm. so it it never occurred to me, and still starting occurring to me. And then mm-hmm. I had to do that work, that work for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think, you know, we're dealing a lot right now with the whiteness of the evangelical deconstruction space and Oof, and that yes. kind of stuff. Um, and I think. We we come into the space for very different reasons, Mm -hmm. right? And I don't know that any. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but like, the black people that I know who have deconstructed Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, race had something to do with it, Mm -hmm. because we just became aware that oh, okay, this space the space does not want me to be black. You'll hear Mm -hmm. people, you know, you have to be you, you have to be Christian first, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And so having to for me, it was deciding, okay, I'm really concerned about these these things. I'm really concerned about the, the demographics here and the lack of diversity mm-hmm. at a leadership level. I'm concerned about it. I'm having these conversations with Carl. We've been talking about this for years. He's not concerned about it. Mm. So do I think God is concerned about it? Because if, if God's not concerned about it, if Carl is right about this, then I need to calm down and I just need to accept it. Yeah. But I got to the point where I was like, no, I think this does... This does matter to God. Mm -hmm. And so if it matters, then it's okay that it matters to me. And it's okay for me to lean, Mm -hmm. lean into this. And in leaning into that, yeah, I was just progressively leaning more and more out Mm -hmm. of Hillsong.
0: Yeah. Can I, like, I wanna, can I pull on that thread real quick around how oftentimes we're taught to believe that our pastors are the closest ones to God whether or not it's explicitly stated, it's, like, I remember having that same feeling about my pastors um, and the pastors, especially at this, like, Pentecostal church that I was in. Like, we were, you know, po- like, you know, same vision. We're poised to become something big and huge and it gave us all meaning. And um, and believing that I had to be in complete, my thoughts had to be in complete concert with the rest of the community and i had to play the same tune i could not improvise i could no key changes you know right. no, not to make it more comfortable to sing uh you know no modifications in text no new verse editions this is the song that we sing and if you don't want to sing this song that's on you it's your fault and like you're the one who's like rebelling but i like i remember like realizing I was like okay like it's like the the locus of authority was there and I feel like same thing with you it's just like when you realize like no like this thing must be important it keeps coming up it keeps coming up it must be important and being able to trust that and like give yourself the authority to say yeah it is fucking important
1: yeah and especially like it's hard for me to you know, to kind of go back into that mindset to where it where it mm-hmm. made sense, because like now to look at oh, them, I like, can't, this all...
0: yeah, this... I look back at myself, years ago and just like, "What was I thinking?"
1: <laughs> and the answer is, I wasn't, I was taught not to like you yes. just because now I'm like, oh my gosh, like i I get so angry at how much again, how much authority
0: he mm-hmm. gave
1: these people, and they're idiots, like not just
0: like <laughs> say it. They really are dum dums. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me not say. It. I don't want to say dum dum. That's a ableist no. thing. They're just not very intelligent people. Not very skilled They're individuals. Not.
1: not at not at anything. Like you guys. <laughs> and nothing nothing against people who don't don't have degrees. Like, yeah, get your high school diploma and mm. and rock it. But like, you're here to teach people about the Bible. Like, and you've been given so much authority not just over this Sunday morning, but you're like, people are coming to you about their sexuality, about who should I marry? Should I take this job, like real things? And you literally have no credentials Mm
0: -hmm. in anything,
1: not even this thing.
0: Not no credentials and no experience because you've only ever been on this pathway up to the top of the mountain where people are gonna come to worship at your altar, baby.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, it's scary. Like these are people who should not should not have this 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 authority or this responsibility. Like it's not Oh yeah.
0: Like that's like what I think is super fucking crazy about like how like over the years how like there's been all the stories about, you know, past like pastors like Carl Lenses of the world and like etc. Like there's like, oh, they were caught up in some sort of like sexual scandal or some sort of like you know, something illegal or some sort of cover-up. And mm-hmm. It's, it just is wild to me. I'm just like, the, per, like, like what you said is just like the responsibility, like, cause like, I'm not saying I'm not justifying anything they're doing. It's just be like, as somebody who has royally fucked up and also was seduced by this ginormous lie, I look at the, like these pastors, I'm like, you are the big, like you're the most deceived of them all. Actually, you are so much in the locus of this illusion and you know how fragile it is. You actually really do. You must. You
1: have to.
0: Or yeah. maybe they don't. That's the thing. It's just like I you, mean, like that's the thing. Yeah. It's just like if they would, if they knew better, they would do better. So like, allegedly, they maybe don't know because whiteness is a hell of a drug, baby.
1: Uh. <laughs> and and I have I have so much empathy. Mm-hmm. I mean, for for most people like i'm i'm a storyteller so i think i Mm -hmm. I tend to look at people as as like characters i'm like what what would make this make sense Mm -hmm. for this person why why would they do this yeah um and so for like someone someone like a carl lenz like i (laughs) as as an actual person that i know like if i saw him i probably want to fight him Mm -hmm. um so you 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 you're a garbage bag. Um but like as a character in this system mm-hmm. I'm like I get it. You were you were oh, yeah. you were chosen, you were picked out, you were brought into this and they they groom you to be an idiot. Like they don't want you to go to college. They don't want you the same way they were taking our time and keeping us from learning other mm-hmm. skills. They're doing that to these people they've put on these platforms. We're going to put you here. We're going to tell you what to say. We're going to pay you an insane amount of money.
0: And we're gonna thank the God,
1: right? And at some point, you're gonna wake up. But what are you gonna do? You're gonna stop this and go get a go get a job with your high school diploma and your lack of life skills. And this is all you know how to do. And this is the lifestyle we've got you accustomed to. What are you gonna do?
0: Like, yeah, you like you really like. I, uh... Where is the benefit to you?
1: Right, right. And so, like, I understand, you know, I understand these villain origin stories. No, I get it. I get why you yeah. are.
0: The way that you are. Where you
1: are. And the way that you are, yeah. Um, and it
0: fucking sucks. So my
1: job now, <laughs> it's to just deprive you of future people. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I feel sorry for you, but you got you to gotta stop. Cause...
0: Yeah. I think that's where the line is, just like when you're causing active harm whether or not you fucking know it that's a problem and I think that's yeah. what I think I mean like I look at celebrities who attend, like the fucking Chris Pratt's of the world who attend these churches uh, and they just they don't see anything wrong it's like oh no like this person I think I can't remember if it was you who said this or some somebody else but just like they brought their uh, older famous sibling to church with them and they automatically like swarmed them and like there's like this person like had been going to the church for like a long, long time. And that's when they really saw what was going on. Was like, oh my God, like they only want you if you are valuable to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause as soon as you're not yeah. valuable also as soon as you actually like start thinking on your own, like they try to root that out real quick and they just call it a discipline. <laughs> or they call it uh, a... Yeah, I remember like I was like they like the worship team was like the only thing I had. Cause like Lord knows I'm not going to the men's group, you know. I can't lead a Bible study on my own because, yeah. You know. Oh, for for those of you listening on a podcast, uh, I did the the gay the the gay wrist. Um, uh, but then like so like worship team was the one place I had, and I wrote a blog that said I wrote a blog when I was in college, so like starting to think critically, um, where I said, well like maybe. Uh, we should like maybe Christians should stay out of the judicial system, uh, when it comes to matters of you know law. And I'm just like, and just like if we're talking about just law, like everybody deserves the same rights. And I'm just like, so it makes sense that, like, you know, if you don't submit to the authority of a church, uh, they shouldn't have to listen to what we say because it, like, you got it, like, if they don't even believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of living God, and my personal Savior, then like they're not going to talk to us about marriage, okay? We're wasting right. our time, um i say as a homosexual myself um but like that i published that blog and my pastor like pulled me into a meeting and he was like god gave us marriage and i was like marriage is a phenomenon that has happened in every culture of the world over regardless of whether you believed in a single god or not like that that's historically untrue and i'm just like i'm like do I was like do you not is that not a true statement that i made he's like well, but you know, the God of the Bible really defined for us the perfect. I'm like, oh my, I'm like, and he said, either way, you're off the worship team for, for a month until you, I was like, I'm like, so I'm not allowed to write what I think about on the internet. I can't talk. I can't, I can't talk about what I'm actually thinking about. And that's what they do to people. (laughs) It's like,
1: but we didn't, we didn't. No, you you did that. Like mm-hmm. you.
0: That's on you. You're rebellious. That's mm-hmm. on
1: you. You, you, you made that choice. Mm-hmm. Like we're not. <laughs> we didn't want to have to do that to you. You know. Oh, really...
0: that's the one. We didn't. We don't want to have to do this. It breaks my heart to do. If it breaks your fucking heart to do, it, why are you doing it? Yeah. Like no, like. Yeah. Just. just oh, it's because. Just oh, don't do it. Because you actually don't like you, your your broken heart looks. It's because your heart's not pumping. It's because it's made of stone. Your heart's breaking because it's, it's ceasing to function in real time. I get it. Okay, sure. Yeah, you're heartless. Yeah. I get it. Mm. Wow. I did not know this was inside of me. Apparently I have a lot coming up too. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: it's, it's such a, I guess I have to be outside of it now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just such, I, I'm i kind of in awe. Of it. I'm like, it is, it is the perfect, scam oh um and it you know even even just talking about all the volunteerism and then you know you mentioned like oh wednesday night like there's always something so you're here on sunday i know what i have to do on monday i've got my connect group on tuesday wednesday we have got a service Mm -hmm. there's a night creative night friday there's friday night live if you want to go saturday ah you don't have anything but you're getting ready for sunday and it's like you are they make this your community you love this community because this community is all you have. These are the only people you were gonna see yeah. during the week, so this becomes your whole world. So then it's very easy to threaten you with, "I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take little pieces of it away from you," mm. or "You're gonna, you're gonna change your belief. You're gonna disagree with us, and you're gonna go out there with who to do what."
0: Yeah, Everybody there's not. You know, someone out there recently tweeted, "Like, there's not less sin in the world." there's not less sin outside of the church. And I was like, well, actually, I wonder, there's not less sin outside of the church. That's your argument? Jesus
1: Christ. Right. Well, it's, it's so crazy. Like the whole, you know, oh, people, <laughs> one of the reasons, oh, church hurt. Yes, yes, you're probably gonna get abused in here, but you're gonna get abused out in the world. It's like wait why am i signing up this like the worst two for one ever like yeah if i'm gonna get hurt out in the world Mm -hmm. okay that's life but now it's like a great deal well if you're gonna get it out there you might as well get it here too for what i don't have to do this i don't have to have it twice
0: That's, like, I think that was a realization, like, when I realized I didn't have to go anymore. I didn't have to let somebody continuously abuse me. That was, like, revelatory. Like, people, I I think, like, especially if you're in deep, you know, and, like, like you said, like, the I think it's, like, it's easier for, the further you are from the mythical norm, you know, the white cishet, affluent, able-bodied male. Right. the easier it is that like the sooner you see it um
1: yeah
0: and I something you also said a moment ago I don't know like I used to have a lot of regrets and like I would beat myself up and just like how could I be so stupid you know how could I let them fool me um it's like oh because they were lying they don't you know maybe they don't fucking know that they're lying some of them some of them do a lot of them do a lot of them do, I think. Like that's the thing. Yeah, that's I, yeah. I I think it used to be, oh, they just don't know what they're doing is so bad. But at least within the past five years, the amount of voices and stories and I think just kind of like the growth of I guess what people are calling the deconstruction movement or like also like let's talk terms. How do you talk about what's happening right now? Because I I don't want to say that I wanna get a council together to like let's figure out <laughs> because I don't want to do another church.
1: Right. Right. And that's that's the whole the whole danger of all of this, right? Like we are we are traumatized people coming out of a traumatizing system. We're also people who have our own like I have to deal daily with what what didn't I get from Hillsong that I wanted mm-hmm. that I might still want. Like and these things that they they bred into us and that are also just part of our mm-hmm. <laughs> as creatives, as performers, right. as attention seeking people, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. I wanted where where platform is equated with with purpose and with favor and with all of these things. Mm-hmm. right. And so we've been trained to want these things. Ooh. And so we come out and and that shit's still in there, right? I, mm-hmm. We still want these things. I still want it. Why do I want it? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with it? Um, oh, hello. And so we're all, there's just a lot of work we mm-hmm. all have to do. Some of us are doing it. Some of us aren't. Some of us are doing other work because it's not like we all just have one issue and the one thing to work on. Mm-hmm. Um And so we just see, we just see these moments and we just see these flare ups where it's always this, convergence of several issues at once mm-hmm. um and then we want to you know we're 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 team people right you know, who's on my team and who agrees with me and who mm-hmm. i'm like ah we have to be so careful because we're yeah. just going to recreate what we came out of and like we think mm-hmm. the same way we thought in our last days in church most of us right well i probably could have left two or three years ago but no i'm here to be the change i can fix it oh yes, girl yes bad <laughs> but with me at the top with me in in, in power with me at, with at a, mm-hmm. you know in a seat at the table we can change all of this and then realizing oh no we can't but no, then we might can't. have carried that into this space and to be like well now I'm going to build a new table and things are going to be different because I'm at the top
0: mm-hmm.
1: but no, I'm, I'm the same i if i don't get this out of me yes I'm just gonna do the same thing mm-hmm. that was done before yeah. And so it's it's hard because we're all we're all trying to build a world we've never seen and that we've never been to. And we're gonna we're gonna mess it up more mm-hmm. than we're not. Yeah. So like I don't yeah. So we'll form a council and then that will become <laughs> it's not a church. This is just our board. Um, yeah. our
0: our e board, yeah. our executive board. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's
1: not a church. Yeah, definitely not
0: yeah, we're different. We don't take tithes. We're different. We don't take tithes, but we just want you to get on our Patreons. It's fine. Right.
1: Yeah, just just be on my Patreon. You don't have to give me ten percent. Yeah. Um, but you know. No, but like that's
0: as you were saying that, like, there was like I was I felt just something click in me as uh, as you were saying that I was like, wow, where are the places in my life where like, yeah, I was bred, I wanted to be a worship leader. I wanted that to be my life's purpose. And like, I mean, like, I I still go to a church in Atlanta. It's queer led and trans led and black led and it's dope and they let me lead worship. And I still fucking love it because I have my theories about what music it does in the body and how one can, I've done my own reclamation journey with music. And so, and also we don't fucking sing shitty music. So like, (laughs) you know, it's amazing what you can find in a goddamn hymnal, y'all um anyways um i was just thinking wow like what are the ways that like i mean i know like even from a young age like i think it's like i was a performer i was in uh, all the plays all the musicals all the choir performances totally not gay lols <laughs> but like the but like it's like what are the ways that i know that i love being seen and how does that inform what i'm doing in fake work and these conversations. I will well, I will be the first to admit, as a Scorpio, I fucking love attention. Okay? Like, I know, I like being in front of people. I love communicating helpful ideas. Um, And also, I think I've been fortunate to, like, not have, like, the most, like, intense... Anytime I've had something, like, blow up where I've been, like, the idiot or, like, the one on the the end of it like I I don't know I just I I feel like my early teachers taught me just to apologize when I fuck up Mm. and that's really made all the difference for me is like I can be a mean asshole on the internet and go back and apologize and then I feel okay about it I've like I feel like it was really like the people who were teaching me about critical race theory at the top of like my advocacy journey that taught me that like forgiveness starts with you you gotta forgive yourself for fucking up. And like even if even if they don't forgive you, even if the person you wrong does not forgive you, there is a part of like that's not saying you don't need to like change your actions, whatever, but like forgiveness of self leads the way to the change in action that you want to manifest all the other right. good things in your life. Um I don't know, that was just a little bit of Yeah, Yeah, I would just say I want to be conscious of that. I don't want to. I think being able to just the ability to receive feedback without having I don't know like I think like people will start to hear feedback from people and they get super triggered because it's like they're just trying to control me again. And it's like maybe they are, but also can they?
1: Right? Ooh, yeah.
0: Are they like is this like, yeah. is this an actual threat? And that's what I had to start asking myself when people started. That's also like, I just don't, I just don't engage with people who are in bad faith. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, apologizing is not, not something we were taught. Definitely not something that was modeled, Mm -hmm. you know, from the top. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of things, a lot of things were just vilified. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, as performers, as creative people, right? Like we were wanted for our gifts, used for our gifts, but then at the same time taught to kind of mistrust our gifts and to Mm. not not really acknowledge them, right? Like, oh you you did great on that song. Oh Oh, god, you know, as well. Yeah. All him. Ooh. Keep going. I think
0: I see where you're going with this too.
1: Um but like it was very specific f- for us mm-hmm. because pastoring, just preaching, that's a whole different type of performance, a whole different type of performance art, mm-hmm. and that was very, very celebrated. And like we're over here in the shadows wanting this attention, and then berating ourselves for wanting this attention. What is mm-hmm. what is wrong with me? Why yeah. is it? why am i coveting that
0: spot why am i coveting what he has
1: right right and then i want you know for me i still want more you know i i'm ghostwriting sermons i feel like i would like to preach but Mm. the fact that i want to do that that's why that's why i can't that's why i'm going to be over here forever Mm. i want it too much damn i want to be seen too much (sighs) meanwhile this joker is being seen every week but like we don't i don't know like the the dissonance it is it is everywhere yeah all the time and so we were taught to we're really good at berating ourselves and stripping ourselves in some ways and then there are other ways that we just never acknowledge Mm -hmm. haven't dealt with and so we can come into these spaces with it's a real humility, but also kind of kind of an idea that oh I, I I'm very aware of mm-hmm. who I am and what what my issues are. Mm-hmm. So please don't point out anything new. Yeah. Like, that's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might be bothering you, but that's not my issue. Mm-hmm. I know what my issue is. And yeah I'm,
0: and I'm addressing them. I'm trust me, I'm in therapy. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Listen, I read white fragility, <laughs> okay? I know.
1: right i am i am well aware um so yeah so just you know leave me alone Mm -hmm. leave me leave me to my journey um and it's as as performance like i i hate i hate all feedback like i'm just be honest like i don't i'm there i will ask for it and i need it but like i never i never Mm -hmm. hear it well the first time so like a Mm -hmm. big a big Mm -hmm. part of of dealing with anything is just no i just need to take this i just need to acknowledge that my defenses are going to be up first thing
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: i just need to take this and i need to go chill out yeah take it to your
0: prayer closet you know (laughs) yeah i'm sorry
1: (laughs) (laughs) sit with this and then come back Mm -hmm. come back later and also you know like you said can who's who's saying what can they control me where is this coming from yeah. um, and why and because you know sometimes people are speaking to you because like they want they want better better for you they expected better of you and you know it's not always going to come in the package you might have liked or in the, the language or tone or mm-hmm. whatever but it's like oh that's a it's actually a really Really kind of a sweet thing when mm-hmm. somebody's like hey i I like you and I want to keep mm-hmm. liking you and this is this this would help me mm-hmm. um yeah. this this bothered me this hurt me this 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 would help me to keep keep supporting you mm-hmm. you know it's there are people who are coming like that and then there are people and and we can tell the difference between oh, yeah. the people I never I never liked you anyway. I was, I'm never going to like you.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: here's another reason why. Like that's a very different thing from, ooh, could we, that, I didn't like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can we, can we think about this? Mm-hmm. But, you yeah. know, in my creative, sensitive yeah. soul, right? They're going to feel the same to me mm-hmm. initially.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I have to, yeah, just take that, take that step back and be like, okay, yeah, where is this coming from?
0: Yeah. I think there is a part of me like at least when I I try to do the same thing because my knee jerk reaction is I'm going to what the fuck do you mean? I would never intentionally hurt anyone. And and like that's the thing is I think if one can like recognize like I if I truly did not intentionally mean to hurt anyone, apology can be really easy. It's like, "Oh shit." Like but it is that, like, very, like, defensive thing. It's, like, I think it's the fear of getting, like, weirdly enough, a fear of getting in trouble, a fear of getting, yeah. uh, I, I think it goes back to, you know, like, what we went through in the church is just, like, I'm afraid once again, like, these people are going to reject me and I'm going to be alone again. At least, like, I'll just, I'll speak for myself. That's where my head goes. Um, yeah. Because I fought yeah, so... Yeah, they don't,
1: they don't like me. They're going to get rid of me. They're going to...
0: Yeah. That's I'm like, going to be
1: replaced. I'm going to be yeah. sat down.
0: And now like I'll just be like as somebody who like makes living off doing shit on the internet now. It's like it it behooves me <laughs> to like to check in with with the people around me. It's it's, like, it's one of those things where I don't feel like dependent on on it like I feel like But there is like that, that very real feeling of just like, and the, and the very real fear of people lose, like losing the support of people that you kind of, like, I'm now like in a place where like, I kind of depend on my community. Like this is, this is the work and this is where I've situated myself. So I don't know. I, I think the way that I've learned to not, I don't know, like it's I feel there's a phrase from a course in miracles that says that uh, the teacher of god is always willing to reconsider what they've said if it has ever harmed another person. And I'm like that's something I think if we could all say is like I am willing to consider that I can cause harm. I am willing to believe even in you know even if it wasn't intentional that I you know, with my own trauma, pass that trauma on it and transform it in time, you know? Yeah. And I, I think the second thing is, if I can recognize that I can do harm, I can also recognize that like, uh, maybe another reality is possible. I think you said it earlier, it's just like, we are really trying to build a world that has never been built before. Like de- a decolonized Christianity. Yeah, and like, I feel myself like creeping back into the waters of Christianity because I'm like, oh my God, this is the Reformation. Shit, we're here. Yeah, we're here.
1: <laughs> oh no, oh no, <laughs> it's, it's Reformation a- o'clock. It's and I'm not ready. <laughs> bur- <laughs> bur- 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 bur-
0: <laughs> someone get, the- someone get the Lutherans and the beer. We have to talk.
1: <laughs> right, but like that's that's our, that's like the only blueprint we have mm-hmm. and like and it just shows that oh we we did the same thing again like we're here because
0: <laughs> we it did it but
1: it's yeah we did it again and we, we kept doing it. i'm like i don't know how we're honestly i don't know how
0: how did we fall for the same grift again
1: again like and not just like that one like we were all, this is these mega churches now this is the old temple system like this is 100%. Hello. What G- Jesus was like, "No, you don't have to do this anymore." Like uh, <laughs> I'm going to model I'm going to model a new way for you. Look, it's just me and my friends. We're just hanging out. Sometimes we talk about God stuff, sometimes we just we just chill. Know, like this is
0: Yeah, like my house, I'm just like sometimes we talk about God stuff, sometimes we, you know, pass a joint and we listen to Whitney Houston and we worship.
1: Right. Right, you know. And you know, that's. I mean, that's last it. night, like and, last
0: night, I went to, I go to karaoke religiously, but um, on <laughs> Wednesday nights with all of my really close friends. And also, like, ironically, my closest friends happen to be people who I also attend church with. Just, it is what it is. <laughs> but they're like, all of us are the kind of people who are just like, we don't care about the Big C church. We just care about this fucking little church over here because we refuse to let it fail. It's too cute. It's too good. Yeah. Um, but I go to I go to karaoke because where else in the world are you gonna find a room of people who are cheering on somebody who absolutely fucking sucks at singing, who is absolutely terrible, has no business trying to sing? How will I know? But you know what? <laughs> the crowd loves it, and we love singing this song. And we love Whitney Houston, and so like you know what? Fuck it. Like that. Like where else are you gonna like? Meet a delicious-looking man named Devron who is leaving in two weeks, and have a, a couple of dates scheduled for the weekend. I mean, where else can I get inspired with joy and also maybe get some tail in the same place? Chris Pratt did it at church. Yeah. I did it with a place with alcohol. So fuck you, Chris.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm like sorry. that's that's the whole that's the whole thing. It's like. We're supposed to be living this this abundant life, right? Like better than you can ask or imagine. And church Mm. was like, yes, you can have all these things in this place in this very narrow, restrictive way. And don't you dare find it any other way with any other Because if you find it
0: anywhere else, it's illegitimate.
1: Right, outside of our approved methods. But then this goes back to this whole thing of how did we, how do we give these dummies All this power and all this authority these these idiots. Why do you have all this say so over my life. I don't even have this much say so over over my life, but you get to decide. All these things. Why have we we have literally invalidated ourselves. It has to come from this this person, for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. And it's that moment when you realize, oh, no, I am just as valid.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: as this idiot. My opinion. Mm. matters just as much what i think about the bible matters Mm -hmm. like just as much like when i left left church like it wasn't because Mm -hmm. oh i i am i am now deconstructing and i am getting ready to rethink everything about my faith Mm -hmm. and my initial thought was literally oh i actually don't feel like i need to listen to this dude's thought of the week on the bible every week because it's not
0: fucking smart
1: I can do that on my own like I don't actually don't need to do this like it's nothing nothing against his thought but it's no greater deeper or any more significant than my own mm. or your own so I we don't we don't have to do this so yeah so I'm not gonna go next Sunday no, nothing against God nothing against the Bible you know at that point I just mm. I just don't I, need I gotta to
0: listen go. to this. Like this is this is. So if you are out there listening to this and you were looking for the sign you needed to stop going to that shit ass church that you already don't like going to, hear from me and Janice. You can stop. You don't
1: have to. You can stop.
0: Yeah. Go to brunch. You know. Go, go, go to anything go, else. go on a walk. Sleep in. Oh my God. The listen. Bedside Baptist is where I pray <laughs> every Sunday listen i'm the deacon the elder and the head pastor of bedside baptist <laughs> like every like just, like, the, just like the megachurch has taught me
1: right all the things i was doing before i'm still doing them here yes just you
0: know yeah the organ I, I gotta organize i gotta organize my room the chairs
1: right.
0: i gotta i gotta Stacking like, the
1: chairs i'm still greeting people yeah i'm still you know Warming up for worship. I'm still I'm doing all the things, yeah, you know, um,
0: it just looks just very different still, in my bed.
1: It's very different, yeah, yeah, I'm still my, greeting my people. Boss, my leader is much nicer. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, she gets it like it's yeah, it's good.
0: yeah, amen it's a good place. It's a good,
1: hey.
0: everyone, welcome to bedside, Baptist. You can Venmo us your your tithes and offerings. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> now i i think what would be really funny is to just like we need to do like a series of like spoof TikToks called bedside baptists and just (laughs) like make church announcements from bed
1: (laughs) that sounds amazing but me spoof i don't know nah
0: um i know we're coming up on time so a couple things i'm going to plug your video that you made recently about um colonized church the the heart for this heart for this house campaign please make sure you send all your donations there um i'll i'll link that in the description uh of this podcast as well as like on all the socials it's i was in it and josh and adrian were in it and i think joe lumen's in it it was just a great time i would also like uh uh, i would also like to pitch the idea before you plug your stuff uh, i wrote this down in the middle of uh us talking I'm just like we need to figure out you know how there's all these documentaries on these MLM companies I'm like yeah. the grift of the church baby I don't know why Is I got it? so close yeah. to witness to like Is whisper it? this in your ear <laughs> we're gonna do a, a docu-series on the grift of the church um, but I'm like that actually we have the connections we have the ability and so I'm thinking I'm like I don't know where the money's gonna come from, but it'll come from somewhere, and then yeah. we're gonna be stinking rich! Wow! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Finally. Finally. Finally, I'm gonna get what I want, <laughs> and I'm leaving all these snails behind me. Get out of here! Okay. Um. T- stop me. Tell people where they can find and connect with your work and your podcast, etc., etc.
1: All the things so you can find me ask ask the internet about me at god has not given on instagram um and from there you can find all the things i'm doing the, the main the big podcast is god has not given just started a new podcast bad words we are reading through john bevere's debate of satan currently Cute. um it's the bad book club and it's I'm really I had a great time with that so I'm really excited about that um Hell yeah. yeah I'm always always up to something so God is not given. heart for this house on YouTube um also just yeah watch out I'm releasing little smaller clips from it now um mm-hmm. on the on the gram so put, it's... put it
0: on them reels try to get that there's they're like get the bonus get the bonus if you make them I'm like I'm like they're really Capitalism is really trying us right now.
1: It's it's it is. Ugh. And it's so that's a whole other conversation. Like just Ugh. the difficulty of hating this system, but having to participate in it and also trying to win at it, but also trying to destroy to, it at the same time. Like
0: It really like we need a Sabbath, Lord Jesus. Where is our year of Jubilee? Where is Elizabeth right. Warren forgiving my debts like she said she would? <laughs> I'm still counting like oh. she said, if I become you know, oh god.
1: Somebody just take, take these loans. Jesus, did you pay it all or not? Just take it. (laughs) The word.
0: God. (laughs) Also, like, I also, one time uh, I tweeted at um, whoever manages my loans. I tweeted, I said, just so you know, that charging interest on my loans is not biblical and it's against my religion. So, and they said, they tweeted back. It's like, you signed this. If you remember, you signed this document, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like. Who is managing your account? Who's doing, who did this to you? Okay, let me hit, let me hit stop. Recording. Did I not say, did I not say you were gonna, you were gonna enjoy that? And you did, didn't you? Cause I did. Uh, that was my conversation with Janice Legata. If you wanna follow Janice, go follow her at God is not given, or God has not given on Instagram and Janie the cat, um, all the links are uh, in the show notes as well um, be sure to follow this podcast rate and review the whole nine yards um, and also go follow Janice's YouTube, like it's popping. she's just so good at what she does um, uh, Janice, thanks for being on the show it was fun, please let's hang out again and just like kick it um, and I also owe you a call for your pod because I had to reschedule twice because life's co out in the street you know anything um, okay, that's it for the show. So as per usual, a big thanks to the friends who helped make the show possible by becoming supporting partners uh, through The Crowded Table Network. I've talked your ear off about it before, so I don't need to tell you. Well, I'm going to tell you again. If you want to support this show and any other content that we're making out here in these streets to help people find deeper spirituality, freedom from bullshit, and uh, community, you can go to thecrowdedtable.mn.co. Links are in the show notes. You can join for as little as $7 a month, and you can join for free for a little bit. Check it out, see if it's good for you. Um, I love you so much. I think that's the only other thing besides, once again, come join us in Atlanta, April 2nd, for the Crowded Table live gathering. Um, It's just 33 bucks a ticket, and that means it's super cheap for you and your friends to get down here, get an Airbnb, if you wanna, also people in the crowded table are already figuring out carpools and Airbnb situations. So yeah, it's kind of popping. It's a good time. Uh, it's not to mention it's featuring my friends, the Dirty Rotten Church Kids. So if you like Josh and Adrian from their podcast, uh, get your ass to Atlanta so you can hang out with them. They're really, really nice. And um, they're as good in real life as you think they are um, on the internet. I love you so much beloved. So wherever you are, whatever's going on, um, know that I'm thinking about you holding you in my heart and you can do this. You're so fucking strong and I love you. So please take care of yourself. Remember, take a nap when you need to take your meds, call your person, shake your ass a little bit, move in a way that feels good. Eat some delicious food, drink some water. I know that I'm dehydrated as fuck these days. Listen, that iced coffee, you homosexual, that's not going to hydrate you. Okay? The reason you're stressed out, you got too much caffeine in your bloodstream. Go drink some water. I'm talking to myself mostly. Okay. I love you. We'll see you next week.
1: Goodbye.